Are you passionate about making a difference through design? Join us at the Human Centered Design Network's Circle, a new private community for change makers just like you. Connect with like minded professionals, gain exclusive rights to monthly learning opportunities, and lead the change in human centered design. For more information, see thisishcd.com. Now, let's get back into that episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Doing Design Podcast on This Is HCD, hosted by all the world's best live design and innovation trainers at thisisdoing.com. The Doing Design Podcast focuses on all the behind the scene things related to actually doing innovation and design, such as design research, facilitation, prototyping, visualization, content design, and it's a great sounding board for industries like service design, UX content design, product management, and probably a few more in there as well. In this episode, you'll hear from myself, Jerry Scullion, and the head of coaching, Renata Sukenrad, at This Is Doing. We speak about what coaching is and if it differs to mentoring, which I, very often you hear coaching and mentoring as being interchanged, what the benefits is and what it can bring to practitioners. Anyway, let's get stuck in. Renatus, how are things? Great. How are things with you? Not so bad. We're very, very busy at the moment, which is it's always good to good to have that problem but you know there we just just launched the new coaching piece this is doing.com which it's been a joint effort between myself yourself and our wonderful friend Jakob Schneider give a big shout out to Jakob today I guess we're, go- we're going to speak a little bit more around coaching generally how, how do you describe coaching if you were say you were out at a dinner party would you remember those things by the way remember remember when we used to be like with, with people how do you describe if you were on a dinner zoom call <laughs> Well, that's that's super great because, first of all, really excited that it's out there. Yeah, it's something that was missing, and I think it's a super important part of the work that that we're doing and and we're putting out there in the world for the people to to experience. Actually, mm-hmm. at a dinner party, a lot of people understand. I mean, haven't when you talk to people about coaching, they think of something. There is a lot of coaching happening around all all kinds of stuff, and the way I see coaching in the context of the work that we're doing and the people we're working with is really to get people to dare to take the steps they don't dare to take, moving further than they can maybe imagine and maybe taking those hurdles that are in their way, identifying them, taking them and moving on, I would say. So coaching is there to accompany individuals, sometimes mm-hmm. also teams, to understand it's a little bit like like design you know it's like do some research get some insights start to uh, imagine some ways forward prototype them and see what works for you and and our coaches are are able to to help you do that actually and be successful okay so 
for me, I've had what you've described there mm-hmm. as I have people who act as coaches for me, but they've probably yeah. been, I've been cold coaches. They've helped me unlock my own potential. Yeah. They've been closer to, to mentors maybe in, in some ways. So there's probably a difference or a nuance between coaching and mentoring. And we, we've discussed this before and yeah. I'd like to get your thoughts on how you, how you see coaching and mentoring. Do, do they work alongside each other or are they different? What are your thoughts? Yeah. Again, there's probably different definitions or yeah. viewpoints around this. The way I see this and I think we see this when this is doing is that it's hard to make a clear distinction. Hmm. Often what happens is that when we accompany an individual, there might be moments of pure coaching. And when I say pure coaching, I mean where the coach acts as a person that accompanies, asks the right questions to make the coachee, as we say, think and to inspire action. Hmm. But we don't share any knowledge, insights or theory, practice or something from the side of a coach. And mentoring is more that part, is that where the coach actually shares experience, shares knowledge, shares practice in in a sense that it's advice, basically, for the coachee to move forward. And that's that is a big difference. And in a coaching track, usually what happens is there there might be a mix of this or it might be mainly mentoring. So maybe the person needs information about tools, about specific ways to work with templates or parts in the process that need to be unlocked mm. on a technical way. And other maybe more coaching where it's around, okay, who am I? I am wanting to develop my career. I'm stuck within my organization. How do I move on and how can I influence my environment Mm. in such a way that it's working for me? Yeah. So coaching is kind of more looking inwards is how I see that, like at the individual and the potential that we all have and how unique we all are as designers and change makers. Whereas mentorship is more outward facing as regards the output of that potential. Is that yeah, fair that's, to say? That's the way of doing that. And there's overlaps, of course. But mm. in essence, it's this. Well, the, the important part is that the individual is not confined. It, there's always a context of, of ecosystems around them. And yeah. It's the interaction between them. But you're right. I mean, maybe it's a, it's a viewpoint from the inside and the outside that are that's valid here. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. So in my experience of working within organizations, there tends to be a little bit more of an appetite around say agile coaches, mm. right? In terms of coaching, yeah. like oh, I'm an agile coach, but I haven't really come across design coaches. And it's something that we you know, we all know what this is doing. It is, is likely to occur at some point, but what kind of value would say a designer get from a design coach? Well, yes. I mean, it's, it's a person that they're going to work with who has been there, mm. who knows hands-on, I would say, the issues, the problems, real-world problems that they may live. This is also the lovely thing I think within this is doing is that we have a, a panel of coaches mm-hmm. with different expertise, experience that might be useful for certain individuals needing specific guidance around this. 
So yes, I think that's. I forgot the the question actually now. Please, so please. No, I'm just saying, agile <laughs> coaches. It's always yeah. like I, I think there's a business acceptance that okay, well, yeah. we're introducing agile to the organization, and I don't mean to do that to any disservice to any agile coaches because many of the ones that I've worked with are fantastic. But as regards the design leaders and uh, heads of design, kind of putting their hands up and going to the executive, saying, "Hey, listen, look, I want to get I want to get a design coach in here." It's almost a, an admission, perhaps that we were not doing it as well as we possibly could. Like where there's there's a case there for a level of humility where that it doesn't exist within the introduction of an agile coach into an organization yeah. where it's like, okay, we, we don't know how to do these things. Yes. So there's a vulnerability required there from the organizational culture to accept this new new role potentially. And I, I guess that's my perspective on how I see these things. Do, do you see this this manifesting itself in the future for design coaches to to coexist and work alongside agile coaches absolutely and i think there are in some sense of course there's a lot of similarities mm. agile coaches they have let's say a recognized framework they work within even language yeah. that is that's being used so that makes it i would say maybe easier to to sell internally in some sense mm. Especially if there's a, a, a big agile say, effort or tradition into in an organization. Indeed, th this type of coaching is is slightly different, and it it does build on the on the idea that an organization understands that the value lays within individuals, and when an individual is stuck, the organization gets stuck at some yeah. point. So helping individuals to develop themselves in an in a way that is conducive to Probably better life it sounds a bit this a better life, better work, more fulfillment. We say as coaches as well, mm. will allow the organization to grow and to build this space within the organization in the culture that puts the let's say the the effort back into the people's hands and the ability for them to solve it. Yeah. So one of the like the th the, the key things about an agile coach as an example, and I keep on going back to agile coach because it's. Mm -hmm it's accepted and like you yeah, meet people in within organizations i'm an agile coach is they're very good with working with people the really best agile coaches that i've worked with they get working with say tribes of de developers and designers and they know that we're different in some ways they know that everyone is different and unique in, in their own sense what does a good coach look like in your in your mind what what should they be able to do in order to be effective a, a good coach I think is a coach who is able to put the attention totally towards the coachee, the person they're working with, mm -hmm. as opposed I mean, bad coaches are coaches who have their own agenda, who basically think that they know better and that they can tell the, the coachee what to do and to push them into a direction that might be actually detrimental to, mm. to where the person needs to go or even can can break relationships or or project in some senses so a coach needs to be over empathetic i would say <laughs> this way and empathy of course something that we see in the design a lot and being able to be in their shoes completely not it's not about the coach themselves it's about the other person and it's about understanding the difficulty from the point of view of the coachee mm. and giving the the seeds for success and the little push in the back i often see coaching by the way as like learning how to how to ride a bicycle 
when you're little and you learn to bicycle, it's 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 wobbly. It's not you're it's not comfortable. But if you have a person walking beside you and holding your back and just pushing you slightly into a direction where you want to go because you're steering, that's what coaching is. It's it's side by side, slightly helping from the from the hand in the back, mm. and then letting go as soon as possible. That's an important part as well. Mm. Coaches. Coaches are there for a, a short moment in time. Yeah. And their aspiration is to make sure that you are autonomous in the way to work and find the right way to ride, ride your bicycle. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what does it look like? Because t- typically I'm seeing parallels with the world of therapy or psychology and stuff when we're it's you're on a longer program and it, it might be once a month or in some cases it might be once a week typically is there a sweet spot there for for people to 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 have as, as a framework is it an eight week a 12 week or 10 week what, what, what does it look like yeah that, that's a question we often get and indeed mm. coaching is a let's say is a kind of a commitment to yourself mm. as an individual requesting coaching Coaching doesn't, or like say the the unlocking doesn't happen in a one hour conversation with a coach, even the best coach that exists. Since we are similar to design, we are, we are having different phases like, like research indeed. And like, and so there, it needs to be a bit of time to understand the problem because often people come to coaches and say, well, I have this problem, but actually there's something underlaying, which is blocking them to actually see the reality. So a good coach is able to to unveil that I would say with that person and then find let's say better ways to dealing with whatever comes up in the future so what what we often say numbers here is at least five to six I would say sessions of coaching to understand the problem start getting some insights around this and start rumbling wrestling a bit about this and with this and and design some ways of going forward and finding your way in this and take it from there so like any of the coaching that I've done in the past, what you said there is about trying to find the underlying problem. Yes. And you uncover the underlying problem after a couple of sessions. And some yes. of them might might not be them. It might be working oh, within yeah. the organization and supporting yeah, the exactly. the channels of communication and how they might approach those things Absolutely. with leadership to try and really tackle that, to make that problem go away or dissolve in some, some way. So it's not always with the individual. It's it's helping them unpack those things and, and being a, a confidant. Yes. Absolutely, and and helping them see the environment, maybe through different uh, viewpoints, through, through, and telling them some bit of like honest truth around things. Is yeah. when a coach thinks that things is happening this way, maybe a, a, well, the coach in an empathetic way can say, "I think you're totally wrong. Yeah. I think what you're seeing or what you're saying is not compatible with what you told me last time, or not compatible with what other people say." So hey, make up your mind. So this is also. The role of the coach is to push people a little bit into exploring elements or paths that are maybe a little bit more difficult to approach. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on our website, and I don't mean for this to sound like an advertorial, we've got a <laughs> a ten week schedule kind yeah. of laid out, like like a framework of sorts. Yeah, and it's important to mention, I think, that it's not a cookie cutter process of like where you go through this and we end up creating the same type of outcomes every single time we're not in in the world of reproducing and, and creating a specific type of designer it's about harnessing the individual potential and i think that's really important to state 
in terms of our intent and our purpose that this is doing that we, we don't want to do that we want to try and harness you and make sure that the the practitioner within is being grown i guess is that fair yeah. to say well that's exactly it. it it's about it's about growing it's about developing it's about finding your path or your additional expertise connecting the dots all those things are, are useful just one one little thing maybe to say is that we we talk about 10 hours hmm. of a coaching track which is like um um, something that we see is useful for, for most people. And the 10 hours actually could be happening over a period of like three or four months. Yeah. Uh, depending on the need of the person. And there might be moments where for a month or a few weeks, nothing really happens because the person is on vacation or there's an overload of work or all those things happen also. So life happens. But yeah, the what we, I think, want to achieve is that the the individual gets understanding of their own potential and are able to as I said, have the guts to try things out and do things for a better life for themselves a better career maybe better teamwork better results within a project yeah a lot of those things are are possible we're not this has been great I'll throw a link to the, the new coaching program and coaching section on thisisdoing.com. If people want to reach out, you're the head of coaching. So oh, yeah. we'll yeah. we'll throw a link to you in, in the show notes as well. But if anyone's got any questions, feel free to hit me up as well. And thanks for your time, Renatus. Thank you so much. So there you have it. If you like this episode, feel free to visit thisishcd.com where you can access our back catalogue of over 100 episodes with episodes related to service design, product management, design research, and much, much more. Now, if you're interested in design and innovation training, feel free to check out our business, thisisdoing.com, where you can join online classrooms and learn from the world's best design and innovation leaders. Join the This Is HCD newsletter where you'll receive updates from the network. And also, if you're interested, apply to join the Slack community on thisishcd.com. Stay safe and until next time, take care.